Today, Elisa Whitfield is going to teach us how to dress for success. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. We have a new sponsor of the Seven Figures Podcast. Thanks to our friends at Advantage, Advantage Visa Signature Card, 2% cash back or rewards. Okay, opening doors for working women. Elisa Whitfield is going to teach us how to dress for success today. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You have a way about you that you bring so much energy to a room. You have that ability to make everybody stop, take notice, and get excited. Oh, it's something great it, to hear. I'm sure you've heard it before. I, I feel like I have that energy because I just thrive off people. You know, I love to be in a room with a bunch of people yeah. introducing myself and talking to them and learning about them. So I think that's where the energy comes from. Have you always been that way? Or is I it something? I think so. Yeah. Yes, okay. I think so. I have told this story before when I was about six years old. I um, was bussed out of the community I lived in in Boston. It was mandatory busing to um, create diversity in in the schools in Boston. And I walked by myself and got on the bus and I had to make friends immediately. So that's what I did. Six. Yeah. I mean, city kids in Boston, you traveled everywhere pretty much by yourself on the trolleys, everything. So yeah, I walked to the bus stop by myself. I got on the bus and I went into this whole new situation and I just learn to make friends right away. So I think I've always had it in me. Oh my gosh. I have a 15 year old and I'm scared to leave her home alone. <laughs> Latchkey kid at six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So is this something you think this personality that you have, is it, you can teach people how to be that way or is it pretty much you're either wired that way or not? Uh, I think there is something innately in you that, you know, helps you feel confident, but you can learn to be confident for yourself by doing things that you're good at or doing things that you'd like to do or that matter to you. And then you become confident about it. Um, so that's really how I help the women that I work with at Dress for Success think about themselves first in a different way so that they can begin to do things or search for jobs or um, work in places that they feel great in. And that just builds confidence. Okay, let's go there before we get to because there are a lot of women um, who you work with on a daily basis, a Mm -hmm. lot of women who are listening right now that they're at their low point with their confidence level, something Mm -hmm. either they lost their job or just something happened where they lost their confidence, Mm -hmm. how to get that confidence back. I want to ask you about, but Let's learn about Dress for Success first. Mm -hmm. What is it? How did you get involved? So Dress for Success is an organization that helps women, and I mean all women, get back into the workforce um, by providing professional attire, coaching, mentoring. Really, it's just being supportive in their journey to have a great career. So that's what we do. And um, when I say all women, we have women from all walks of life. Um, just like you said, women that may have gotten a divorce and lost everything. Um, women that are starting over into a new career who may maybe they were in manufacturing their whole life and then now they want to work in a professional environment. Well, that's two different 
scenarios. That's two different wardrobes. That's two. That's a different um, thing. So we help them as well. So and we also help women that have never worked. So um, I love being at Dress for Success because it's not a cookie cutter program. We're really Mm -hmm. just there to help women in what they need. And how I got started is I, you know, saw the writing on the wall of an organization that I was going to be laid off from. And um, I started going. We had to go to the Department of Labor and I would walk in and feel really basically like crap. And I'm a confident person. I walk in knowing my skills, knowing that I can get another job somewhere. But I was being told to apply for things that just weren't me Mm. just because it was mandatory. You had to write down on a piece of paper that you applied for jobs, not meaningful. It didn't matter what they didn't care. And um, I'm I'm sure some people that work there do, but it just didn't feel that way to me. And I was like, wow, if a person like me, who's really confident, who had reached director level um, felt this way, what about people who don't have the resources? Mm. So um, that's why I started Dress for Success, because there's a gap and and we're filling it. And it's really exciting to be a part of this community. Five years. Yes. Your Five fifth years. We're coming up 2020. Woo. That's awesome. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. What do you tell women then? What is the thing that you tell these women to raise them back up, build them back up? Well, the first thing that we have our women do um, is we, we talk about what they aspire to do as opposed to what they've been through. I mean, the, that mm-hmm. story is really important, but we're we're trying to get them to think of themselves in a different light. So not all the problems that happen, but what is the future? What does it look like for them? And then we try to guide them into um, applying for positions that will help them get there. Um, also, we take them into our fitting rooms, of course, and you'll have to come down and do this one time, Sandy, with me. Um, and we fit them with the perfect outfit for the job that they're going for. And um, it's important to know that everything that we get is donated from women in the community. And we ask for the best things. So we get the best things. And they just see themselves differently when they come out of that fitting room. It's immediate. Like how exciting is it to watch someone, a light bulb turn on in someone's head? Like, wow, I look the part. So that's the first step is looking the part. And we show them how to do that on, you know, just with the items that we give them. And then um, they go out feeling and looking confident. The second part of it is we sit them down with a coach that's a professional in the community. And really that professional is in our space and it's safe for them to tell them, hey, you know, my journey wasn't going from here to vice president at Bank of America. It was ups and downs and I had to learn this and this is the, the way that I did this. And it just kind of inspires the women that are sitting there to think differently. And that's what it's all about, thinking about yourself in a different way. So uh, when they leave, that that smile, that, you know, confidence that they have is just going to get bigger and bigger as they apply and they're getting great feedback or they get the job. How much of it, because you brought up, you know, wearing the right clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, You will hear all these stories of these top CEOs that 
like the Zuckerbergs. Mm-hmm. One pair of jeans, the same pair of jeans and right. a gray T-shirt. Yeah. Is it different for women? I think so. I, I Personally, you are asking the wrong person if you think I'm going to say you need a uniform. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I think women, um, we like to adorn ourselves. Um, so the way to do that could be with your clothing or your jewelry or your yeah. handbags or your shoes. We all have that one or two things that we really like to see ourselves in and we feel really great in. So um, my formula is not a uniform, but it's it, I call it the three P's. We have a personality piece, we have a power piece, and we have a purpose piece. So your purpose piece may be that uniform per se. So if you just love dresses, you might be wearing dresses every day, but you'll put a different piece of jewelry on or a great pair of shoes or a nice handbag with it. And none of this has to be, you know, over the top expensive. It just needs to have some um, detail. That's how I talk to our women and tell them, look, just, you know, instead of picking that plain white shirt, pick one with ruffles or pick one with a little detail and it just kind of sets you apart from everybody else in the room. So, so it doesn't have to break the bank. No, not at all. I mean, I am the queen of consignment and goodwill shopping. Let me just let you know. And I'm going to tell it. you that every time I see you, you are dressed where I feel like a frump. <laughs> I worked hard today to be like, okay, I'm going to put on a skirt today. You look great. <laughs> that skirt, oh, I'm dying for it. She has a pleated skirt on. It's so cute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so it's those signature pieces. You yes. don't have to spend over the top. No, no, not at all. You can, you and and you can um, mix and match your wardrobe. I mean, I do have a lot of clothes. I admit, but I don't have a lot of things that I don't like. I just buy a couple of pieces a year that I really like, and I mix them and match them with all the old things in my wardrobe and. And it's kind of fun to do that as well. And I don't break the bank with it. And the shoes. Shoes. You were all about the shoes. I'm all about the shoes, but I don't spend a ton of money on shoes either. I'm a, well, does anyone know about DSW Elite membership? Okay, I'm one of those people. (laughs) But I get so many points and coupons. And I tell you, when people go in the store with me, especially my husband, when he goes to DSW with me, he... does go with you. Yes, though. he does. And I'll be like, watch me get these shoes for $2 today, honey. And he's like, oh my goodness, she's going to have five coupons and this and that. And yes, I do. I use my points and coupons. And oh, good I for you. love it. Yes. And you wait for you the wait sales. For that sale. Yeah, okay. I, I, I have a hard time paying a full price for anything. And okay, even, like that here, I like yeah. 50% or less. That's that's where I go with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just keep looking if you see something you really like or that you think, oh, this is going to be great for work or keep waiting. It'll go on sale. There's so many studies out there. Mm -hmm. What you wear really does help with that first impression Mm -hmm. because everybody, whether you admit to it or not, we are all subconsciously judging each other based on that first impression, right? Oh, what yeah. do they call it? Thin slicing? Yes. Right? Isn't that what Thin it's called? Thin slicing? <laughs> yeah. So it is very important to mm-hmm. invest in yourself and your appearance. Of course. Shoes specifically, though, there mm-hmm. are studies to show if you're in heels, for some reason, people take you more seriously. Yes. Is that true? Have you noticed I, that too? Yes, it is. I love heels because when you walk into a room in a great pair of heels, 
your body posture is different, your head is up, you're, you're, you're walking with purpose, I feel like, in a pair of heels. Um, they should be comfortable, otherwise you're going to look like you're just in pain. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to look powerful. Like you're going to look in purpose. pain. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they look like I'm awkward. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, obviously I wear flats once in a while, but I don't feel as powerful when I do. So I like to just walk in and it's almost like a stomp. You know, I call it my runway. Any room I walk into is my runway. So I like to stomp in and show people who I am. And if a great pair of shoes does that, why not buy them? Right? Yeah. (laughs) When you walk into a room, there Mm -hmm. are a lot of people that don't have that natural confidence Mm -hmm. that follows like you do. What do you tell those women? that are timid or insecure to interact with other people in an unfamiliar scenario? Mm -hmm. Well, first, I know the room I'm walking into, right? So if you're invited somewhere or if you're like a networking event, you're looking for a job and, and you go to a networking event, the first thing to do is to kind of research Who's in the room? Who's going to be in the room? And also have have an idea of some things that you want to talk about. Um, And it's not always what you do or work. Think of some things, pop culture or um, interesting things about um, what's going on in the community, because that way you're not walking up to someone saying, hey, I'm Sandy Waters and I work at 98. You know, like it, it for me. Being natural is having things to um, connect with someone on. And the way to do that is to know who they are and and what they might be interested in. Now with the job interview, take Mm -hmm. us to that setting. Mm -hmm. So job interview, when I coach women about the job interview, the one first thing that they're always um, afraid to answer is that tell me about yourself question. Right. This Women, is we don't like talking about ourselves. Right. right? Do you find that? Yeah. Or, or bragging about ourselves. Exactly. And so I try to help them and I like to think in threes. So I try to tell them, think of three things that describe you and it can't be about someone else. So a lot of times I'll say, tell me about yourself. Well, my name is Elisa and I worked at such and such. And no. We want to know about you. So things about you. I'm passionate about if it's healthcare or um, working with children or I'm passionate about the lives of children in this community as opposed to I like helping people. Mm. You know, things like that where the interviewer can ask questions that aren't going to be some of those crazy questions. Like if you were a tree, what (laughs) tree would you be? Someone actually asked that to me in an interview once. How'd you answer? I said I would be a willow tree, I think, because that was the only tree I could think of. (laughs) It was the one I I mean, Yeah, right? Like, why? (laughs) How'd you explain that I don't even remember, but I just remember (laughs) anytime it's a willow tree because that's the only one... (laughs) You know, so I tell them, say something interesting about you that they'll, you know, relate to work and ask you more about. And that way it feels more conversational than like someone grilling you. So um, it helps if you know yourself a little bit and can answer those questions easily. And I can tell you this works because I have had women call me back and say, oh, my goodness, that was the best interview I've ever went, gone to. And um, I felt really confident talking about myself. 
when you're not really talking about, um, you know, it's not personal. It's about what you bring to the table. So if we all know what we bring to the table, how can you not be confident about that? Easier said than done, I think. Yeah. Especially when it comes to asking for a raise. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got some great advice from someone and now and it didn't even have to do with um, negotiating salary. It actually had to do with raising money. So, you know, at Dress for Success, we're a nonprofit. So we have to go out there and ask people for money to help with our mission. So um, I was at a workshop and the woman who was talking about it said to write down a sentence. And I think we could only use 17 words in this sentence. And it was basically to write down the one or two things that you had done at work. And so in my case, it was I've um, helped 600 women, you know, come through dress for success and help them gain employment and this many, you know, returned and all of that. So I put that in there. And then the next step was to say, we have this in common or you have this that you're passionate about. So it could be your boss saying, you know, this company is passionate about the community or this company has done this amazing job this year. And it's kind of like you're bragging, like you were on this team that helped you guys, you know, raise this much money or helped you get to your goals. So, right. You're kind of bragging about you and what you've done, but in a, what way that they really can understand that. What if you really don't feel well, like you, you're that's the why you got to write it down okay. first. Right. Okay. And once you start thinking about the accomplishments that you've had at work, it, it'll be easy to do you that. A yourself. lot of times okay. we don't do that. We don't write down our accomplishments and we don't think about how we have helped our team or why our job is important. So if you put that down, okay, you can say it. And then the last thing was, would be, Basically asking them, why wouldn't you give me a raise or why wouldn't you donate $10,000 to Dress for Success knowing all of this? So, you know, I'm paraphrasing it, but think about negotiating for yourself in that way. You're showing what you bring to the table. You're showing what the company can get out of what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And then you slip that in there. I'm looking for a raise in this amount, why wouldn't I be able to get this? And then you shut up and you ask and wait for them to answer. That's the hard part right there. Yeah. You, you got to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't keep babbling because then you're going to talk yourself out of asking. But I mean, just try it. It's three steps. Let's see if it works. Somebody call Sandy back and say, if it works. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Out of all the women that you've helped, and you said 600, mm-hmm. is that still the it's number? Over six, it, I'm sure. It's over 650. Jeez, that's yeah. incredible. Out it's of exciting. all those women, do you find that there's one common theme or one common question or struggle? Um, that confidence is, that's the piece. Um, we have women that have the skills. They may have master's degrees. They may, but but they're not confident going into this new situation or maybe they've just been broken down by bad bosses or ex-husbands or just never having that self-esteem. So really the confidence um, building that up is that's the main thing that we do. 
Do you tell people to talk in the mirror? Like, you know, I do. Look at yourself I say the practice and- these interview questions in the mirror. I say practice with a friend talking about yourself in a great way. Um, you know, talking to yourself about the skills that you have, just like I said, and practicing to negotiate, you got to tell yourself, hey, I've done this. Look how amazing this was. Or look where I came from last year. I was, you know, sitting on the couch this year. I'm working and and yeah. and take and celebrate those wins that I think a lot of people don't do enough of um, is celebrating even the small things. It doesn't have to be a big party celebrating. It just could be a man. You were good. Dang girl. Or, you if know, you want a party. Yeah. Go throw yeah. a party. Like, like we're gonna this year. <laughs> <laughs> do you, ha- you have kids, right? Yes, I do. Four. Four. Yes. Three boys and one darling, darling girl. <laughs> How old is she? She is 19. She's the baby of the bunch. Yes. Now, what lessons did you pass on to her especially? Oh, my goodness. To her from day one, it was you are special. You are beautiful. You are um, basically the light of our lives. And I, the same for the boys. But there's just something when you have three boys and then you have a girl that it's like, okay. <laughs> And also, you know that you have to start with young women um, from day one, telling them that they can do um, anything if they put their mind to it. And I always told her that. And man, that girl has done it. She has done it. I'm so proud of her and my boys. I don't know. It's just we have um, our family is probably known for being really confident and loud. Um, And so... I don't think that any of my kids have ever felt that they couldn't um, get out there in the world and do what it is that they want to do. So you encourage them. And yeah. we didn't mean to neglect or ignore the boys, but yes, with girls, yes. it is a little it different. Is different. We got to work a little bit harder on their it's confidence. Consciously, you have to because yeah. there's so many things and people in the world that, you know, can bring them down. Um, yeah, you got to build them up. Now, what would be, this is what I ask everybody who comes in, your smart money strategy that you can leave us with. So my smart money strategy, because I am not a financial whiz, um, is really probably about shopping for, you know, bargain deals to, you know, get a great wardrobe for work or to be presentable and to present yourself in the way that you'd like to. And the like I said earlier, I wait for the sales, but I can tell you that if you think about maybe just each year, think about three or four pieces that you can add to your wardrobe to keep you current, but to also maintain your style, you can do that by going to Goodwill or to Panache, which is my favorite place in Rochester to find great deals on Um, beautiful, stylish clothing, and to stick to those three P's of finding one that's a personality piece and one that's a power piece and the other that is something that you'll wear for life, you can do that and not break your budget. So that's, that's my smart strategy. Now give us the deal on dress for success. How can we help you guys and anything else that, you know, you're getting ready for the five year anniversary. Yes, we are going into our 
fifth anniversary. It's really, really exciting. And we want to expand our reach into the rural areas um, of the county and um, the outlying counties. Right now, we're really seeing most of our women in the city of Rochester and the um, close-in suburbs. So I want to expand our reach. So how you can help me is by talking about Dress for Success out in your areas. And if you have women that need our help, um, have them call us and send um, them to us and we will figure out a way to get out to them. That's my goal for this year is to get out there and we need help with raising money, volunteers for our events. So um, you can find us at on 47th State Street right downtown. We're not far from you, Sandy. Um, or give us a call. Shall I give the number? Sure. 585-678-1041 and we will get you involved. Thank you so much. And Dress for Success is in other states. You ju- yes. you brought it to Rochester. Yes. You're the so we're here. Yes. Okay. We are our own 501c3, which is our own um, affiliate of Dress for Success worldwide. So everything we raise in Rochester stays in Rochester. That's okay. important for everyone to know as well. So if you're donating to us, it is staying here. It is going to women in this community alone. But I get the benefit of working with 150 affiliates around the world to make sure that we have programming that actually works and that we have this network of women and support all around the world to help us. So I think all around the world, we're up to about um, a million women served through Dress for Success. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you for everything you. you do. Thank you for being on the podcast with us. Thank you, Sandy. Next week on the Seven Figures Podcast, what is retirement really like? The biggest surprise in retirement. We'll talk about that next Friday. In the meantime, you have a fantastic weekend. And we raise a glass and say cheers to being financially confident. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at sandy at rochesterbuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Seven Figures Podcast. Smart money strategies for women. Seven Figures is brought to you by Advantage Visa Signature Card. 2% cash back or rewards.